Welcome Wargamers, join your hosts, Falco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Trident Wargaming episode. Uh, today is kind of a community spotlight episode, and uh, with me I have Dana. How's it going? Not too bad, hi. Hey, hey, welcome to the show. Um, so, hey. Dana is uh, from one of the other cities here in Alberta, in Calgary, or... or southern uh, brothers and sisters down there so <laughs> um yeah we're just checking out kind of the community there we have um a bit of store a couple of stores that are are really into the gaming uh community um you know they hold tournaments and all that kind of stuff so uh, i figured i'd reach out to dana here because uh, they're doing a um a bolt action tournament down there uh, which we're going to be coming down to play in. And there's uh, actually a, a, a fair bit of amount of guys from, from Edmonton going down to Calgary to play. So I figured, hey, why not? Let's get Dana on the show and let's let's talk about the community and the tournament and, and how things go down there. So, so yeah, again, welcome to the show. And um, tell us a little bit about your community. Thanks, Dana. Um, well, it is i can say it's definitely a small community <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um one of the uh one of the things that i've noticed about alberta is that uh gaming in general is definitely very kind of niche uh mm -hmm. so uh, when people get together they they do get together to play the games they love but when you look at it at the greater sense it is a small community in our province and, and in our cities Right. Um, but we actually have a fair amount of interest, um, which is surprising. There's about uh, 15 to 20 of us that get together semi-regularly to play. Nice. Um, anywhere from uh, going back between one of the two stores or uh, getting set up in the events that, uh, that I'm trying to get. Okay. Get going in here. Yeah, and those uh, and those the stores down there. Um, let's say uh, pretty much Sentry Box and uh, the Ogre's Den, right? That that is right. Uh, the Ogre's Den Gaming Club is where we uh, generally hang out. It's kind of our Thursday hangout spot. Um, it's a beautiful store, uh, beautiful owners. They uh, they they have set this place up so that it is. A gaming space first, and a store after. Um, okay. So it is a true gaming club. Something like thirty odd tables, um, tons of uh, sit down space. Like it is a nice. it is a great place. Yeah, and then the Century Box is of course the Century Box. The yeah, if you haven't heard of the Century Box and you're in Alberta, <laughs> yeah. Um, I am yeah. going down there for the first time, though, so this will be this will be good. I haven't been able to to oh. visit the store, but I've heard lots about it, so that'll be pretty. You're cool. going to be amazing. Beautiful. <laughs> right on, right on. Um, I have been to the Ogre's Den. Uh, played a tournament there, like we were talking, uh, you know, off air here. Um, so a lot of space there. So if you are in the vicinity, or you're you know moving to the city and, and getting to kind of know where people are playing, like those are the places to go. Um, and of course you guys play a whole bunch of different games there as well. And they're not just bolt action, right? Um, yeah, there, um, there's a lot of AOS, uh, 40k, uh, the general games workshop stuff. Um, but there is a, a growing number of us who, who tend to drift away from, uh, the more mainstream games. We've got gamers who play, uh, Song of Ice and Fire very regularly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Marvel, Marvel Crisis Protocol is kind of kicked off real, real, uh, real hard down there. Everyone's into it. Um, nice. Bolt Action, Conflict 47. There's a, a small group of us that are a little more into the historical side of things uh, and wargaming. Uh, so 
even small games like Silver Bayonet or um, Lion Rampant, you can probably find someone down there who has played. Okay. So it, it is a great community with just how small it is to try and find someone to play something. Nice. Always good. So the player, players are pretty dedicated, eh? Like, that's what it's oh, yeah. sound like? Nice. Yeah. Well, that's good to good to hear. That's that's actually really good to hear. Um, I know with us here, um, like mainly bolt action, but there's a few of us that do some of the other historical stuff. Um, I know I know I kind of jumped into black powder a little bit as well with Buddy Jason there. So, um, but it's good to see that stuff out there, and good to see guys trying and and playing these other games. And it's good to hear that it's happening down there as well. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we don't get too much Conflict 47. We get a couple games here and there, but, uh, I think everybody is mainly straight up into bolt action. So, um, but that's good. Um, what do you find like with your, your group that plays bolt action? What's like the, uh, the most common army you think, or the, the, the favorite army you see all the time when players come out? Definitely Brit. Brits? Yeah. Brits. Yeah. We British are sorry, go ahead. No, no, by all means continue. Um Brit British are definitely the, the favorite uh, down here. It's uh has probably a tendency to be that we're all Canadian and uh and we all respect our our history and stuff. Um but yeah, British are, are the go to the go to start for most people down here anyway. <laughs> um, but we also have a lot of German players, the staple, someone's got to be the bad guy. Um, uh, and slowly, slowly people are kind of venturing out into, uh, into other areas of the game. Um, Italians being popular. Um, I actually had one guy message me about the event going up, uh, who asked if he could play his Chinese nationals. So I'm surprised by that. <laughs> nice. That's we have uh, we have a player down here too that plays the Chinese as well. Um, does quite well with them, um, but yeah, it, it sounds very similar to to us over here as well. Um, again, like you said, Brits and Canadians, yeah, popular. Um, we do have a lot of Americans, a lot of U.S. players, and uh, of course Germans. But uh, I play French every once in a while, so I get to mix that up a little bit. And uh, I've got some Hungarians on the back burner as well, so that'll be fun to to bust out. But um, no, it's good. That's good to hear. Um, guys are a lot of doing like a lot of uh, new projects and whatnot, or are they working on terrain? Like, what's what's the what's the hobby front looking like for for you guys there, and even for yourself? Uh, yeah, um, there's. Uh... Uh, there's actually been a talk uh, about our within our little group uh, about a couple of guys getting a, a few tables set up. Okay. Uh, one of our rough players wants to do a uh, kind of a, a winterized uh, a kind of western Russian landscape. So not not so much a city fight, but like a hamlet. Um, okay. Yeah. That that. Basically being fought over, um, and then uh, our our the, the only Japanese player that I know of, uh, good good guy, um, wants to do a, a jungle table, um, but he's been wanting to do that for two years. So we'll, we'll see how far that goes. Um, but there's a there's a, quite a few hobby projects going on. Uh, we got one guy who's working on um, finishing his Americans. Uh, which was a starter army, uh, but he got sidetracked by Italians. Um, <laughs> we all get sidetracked. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got another guy who uh, jumped in with British and got sidetracked by Italians. Um, because all the new plastics came out. Um, yeah, everyone's just kind of slowly going at it. It's uh, ever since uh, April when uh, I had our last event. Um, people kind of slowed down. Horror Therapy and uh, a few other games came out in then. So right, yeah. The the, the hobby distraction happened, um, but it's slowly coming back. Uh, 
especially with the announcement of Warlord uh, getting into uh, or getting a hold of uh, the entirety of Conflict 47. There's, uh, there's a few players that actually got started in Pulse Action because of Conflict. Um, nice. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I personally like Conflict um, as, a, as a game with a few differences uh, uh, compared to Bolt Action. Just because I'm I'm all about that, that fantasy feel. I like that dark noir aspect of giant werewolves and kind of has a, a Wolfenstein it, feel to it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. Um, <laughs> it's actually how a few of us or most of us got into Bolt Action. Our uh, our friend told us about Conflict and hooked us with that, and we bought into it, and then we started playing Bolt Action. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's kind of an off. It's, it's pretty nice that you can switch back and forth, even though um, some of the, the rules are, are slightly different just because of probably the addition. Um, but it gives it a little extra flair, you know, with the, um, like you said, like the vampires, werewolves, and zombies, and um, the whole aspect of the, I guess, semi-walkers, you know, dreadnought-looking things, right? So, um yeah. Not too too popular up here. Uh, a couple guys do play, but I have tried it. It's it is pretty neat. Um, model model wise, I was kind of mm, you know not not enough to really pull the trigger on getting some of this other stuff. But uh, like you said, I'm sure with with World War Games getting the whole line going there, I'm sure they'll start revamping a whole bunch of stuff. So which is um, which is good for that community, and it's good to good to hear that some other guys are playing it as well never know it might be an event at some point right so exactly there's a there's a few of us that are looking forward to uh whenever the closely guarded secret of v3 drops because we know that uh warlord will just kind of roll conflict into that yeah it's uh, a little bit more feasible so yeah. we're hoping we're looking looking at uh some some interesting projects in the near future well, I, would, um, I wouldn't be surprised next year that it, something comes out at least, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just a rule book. That's all we need for now. Just a rule book. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, on the the hobby front, personal, uh, personally, I am, uh, I'm a busy little boy. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I made a, I made a ton of terrain uh, for the last event for the full action tables um, okay. at the Alberta Classic back in. Epic. Uh, April. Yep. And uh, that that kind of hobbied me out of terrain for a little while. So many trees, so many hedges and fences and stuff um, that I just kind of like took my time uh, and put most of my other projects in the back corner. Um, but I got my. I, I personally am working on my my Canadians right now. Actually, my my Indian Canadians. I have uh, the. Uh, the Eighth Army uh, British uh, box set, and then yep. the amalgamated with the uh, British and Canadian uh, starter set that I got. So I have a lot of uh, semi-converted, semi uh, British Indians uh, from for kind of designed up for uh, Sicily and Italy. The Mediterranean isn't. Mediterranean nice. campaign is very popular down here. Um, so I'm working on that. I'm working on my, my commanders, my PA team, and my last two tanks. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, I know uh, lately a lot of guys have been kind of shifting over to uh, Western Desert and um, Italy and whatnot. Uh, as of late, a whole bunch of guys are kind of picking, picking up new armies and units and whatnot. And um, me and Jason have talked, and he he decided to go with uh, kind of the same kind of thing in the Western Desert. I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to play, you know, allies, I'll 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 bring out the Germans again, kind of thing, right? Do them up when I get a chance. That is, um, but it, it's interesting to see the shift a lot of times with uh, the community because when I first got into it, there was a lot of uh, you know. Uh, Eastern Front kind of German Soviet battles always happening. 
uh, themes of tables and stuff like that kind of went that route. And um, even my first army, I, I picked the Soviets and that was that whole thing, Stalingrad. And I, I was really pushing Stalingrad a while back with the, um, the little campaign I did. Um, and now it's kind of shifting again. So it, it, it's cool to see and players are still uh, super intrigued into the game right and, and i'm sure it's it's sure it's probably the same thing in, in your community too is the, these guys just they love uh the history they love you know the units and, and they do their research on on units and stuff and they kind of build their armies from that like do you find that in your community as well can uh, i can definitely say that i've done a lot of research uh reading up on the Italian campaign uh, to put my units together just uh, just to get that background information, just to find that that flavor and that feeling as to what uh, what actually happened there so that you can nice. you know attempt to bring it out on the paint table. Um, and uh, I've noticed it with uh, a couple of others our, our two Russian players have done uh, done the research into, um the units they put on the table uh one of the guys is really excited about getting his bomb dogs out oh yeah um, <laughs> the anti-tank teams yeah <laughs> and uh he uh he did uh he did his research on bomb dogs and uh he wasn't so excited afterwards but he said nope i've done it this is what's going on <laughs> he's, uh, he's a bit of a dog lover uh but he, you know every, everyone has put the the thought into it um, in our community, which is really good. Uh, it's something that I'm happy to see whenever I see people pop up. Um, I There's a, a guy a couple months ago or back in the summer who was expressing interest in getting in, uh, and he really wanted to do uh, Falschmeager, uh Army yep. uh, to represent his, his, uh, his mother's grandfather who fought for Germany. Uh, apparently, he left Canada, fought for Germany, um, during the war and uh, um, as a lot of expats did uh, Germany put up a call for, for expats to come out and, and people right. did, people left all over the world to go fight um, so he's not he, he was very specific because obviously it's it's the, the times that we live in um, he was very specific to say that he's not trying to, he's not trying to honor what his, father, his grandfather or great grandfather did, he's, he's Thing. This is what happened. This is why I want to do it. Yeah. It's part of my family's history and stuff. I was like, no, we 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 will all understand. No one is going to. Uh, yeah, no that's that's play. fair, right? Like that's that's the one thing I've noticed too with historical gamers is um, they really do pay attention to a lot of detail when it comes mm -hmm. to their miniatures and it comes to their forces and. Um, you know, not, I'm not saying they're like rivet counters and stuff like that, but I'm, what I'm saying is they, they're not afraid to put the extra detail into, you know, okay, maybe that German tank has the flag on it, right? That everybody, you know, gasps at kind of thing, but it, yeah. it's, it's, it's a historical game and, um, you know, they're trying to make it kind of as accurate as possible for, especially if they're, you know, really, really into painting and really good at painting and the detail um so when you see it on the border you see, you see it in pictures you know it's like oh wow like it's bringing it it kind of brings it to life on the tabletop um but we all still know that it's like it's a game right so you know there, there's nothing there for that for anything mischievous right but um Absolutely, yeah. and i and i gotta give the communities respect for that you know even online like i see I see lots of pictures and I'm like, wow, that, like that tank is done really, really nice. Even with the extra, like, you know, holy smokes, uh, that, that's another, yeah. that's another level. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, like props, you know, props to that guy for, for going into that kind of detail and, and, um, and if there is that meaning behind it, you know, like, you know, good for him too. Right. Um, we have a couple, we have a couple guys like that too. Um, so it, it's, I know where it's coming from, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. But, um, 
speaking of like events and whatnot, you well, do. First you, off, how's your hobby going? I, I saw your pictures of your. your oh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I th- I think I'm on number. On? I think I'm on like number twenty right now. I'm actually looking at them right now. So, um, the last few days I've been working on them, um, getting uh, just kind of the foliage and, and stuff on the bacage. So, it's not super exciting, you know, but um, it's definitely work that needs to be done and uh, in preparation for uh, my local event here as well, uh, our tank war event, which seems to be a really hot event. Um, this is the second time I've done it. I'm doing it, I should say. And it's instantly sold out. Like people are just instantly there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, that's going quite well. Uh, I might actually be running out of the, um, uh, foliage that I buy from the UK there. Um, so just kind of, I'm like, Hmm, I don't know if I'll be able to get some in, in time to finish off, but, uh, making it, making it happen, letting it spread out and, and do as much as I can. So, uh, we do have a big, uh, hobby wholesale place here, um, that I can always run down to and, and get some other stuff, but, but yeah, there's that, uh, that's kind of like the main project I have, um, the whole kind of idea behind uh, the tank war event is there. Um, uh, it's going to be two two tables worth, and they're kind of on the outskirts of a village town with a road going into the Bacage area with a couple pieces of land and a couple of buildings here and there that are, you know, farms and this and that, right? And um, mm-hmm. it's just going to be littered with Bacage and trees and, and, and whatnot. And there's going to be enough uh, buildings placed. Um, and pretty much the whole thing is there is a, uh, a double agent hiding in the area. And uh, nobody knows which building that he's going to be in until the very end of the game. So I've, I've put a twist where um, usually in tank war you don't uh, necessarily have to take infantry. Um, but yeah. I've, I've changed the prereq and, um, I've added where you need to take a minimum of, of two infantry units. So, oh. right. Yeah. So it, it's, these infantry units are the only things that units that can actually go in and, uh, claim these objectives. So, um, you know, six players aside, they'll have lots of infantry on the board to start maneuvering, but there'll still be a lot of tanks and whatnot on the board to, to play the game and, and, and whatnot. And, um, I've ended up giving, uh, the players, uh, I think it was 300 experience points that they can allocate to their tanks. Uh, oh, okay. 50 point increments. Cause the whole thing with like the tank war event is, um, usually you play tank wars and you build this experience and then in later games you get to use this experience right well on a a one day event it's like well you're not going to rack up any experience because it's at the end of the game so hey let's give out all this experience so people can actually use the abilities and actually play the tank war with the rules yeah most of the rules in tank war um are, are supported by that experience um um, those experience skills that you get for your your tank crew. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so yeah. So long story short, there's there are objectives, um, and you know each side has to hold until the end of the game, um, and then at the end of it, we'll see where this uh, double agent is is actually hidden, kind of thing, right? So, um, and then I have some. Um, little special things that will happen in, in game two where an artillery strike might come down randomly. So, um, so yeah, that kind of thing, but it's, it's again, a, a, another full fledged day of just come out, roll some dice, have some fun. Um, you know, win or lose doesn't matter. Uh, I do have stuff for each of the players that have, or that are coming out and, um, and then there'll also be some prizes as well. So, 
So yeah, so well, that's. Uh, speaking about tanks and prizes, yeah. uh, I actually just today got uh, a little care package from Rubicon Models, uh, who who have been absolutely delightful nice. um, about sending prize support, and it's literally a box full of tanks. Really? I, huh. Oh yeah. So, as uh, as part of their prize support package right now, it's uh, it's surprisingly themed. I think uh, Jim down there uh, keeps his finger, his light finger, on uh, on his emails when people ask for prize support. Um, but he was nice, and he sent us a Panther off G, uh, a Stug three, uh, a Valentine, and an M10 for me to hand out at our event. So. Sweet. You might have to run another tank war event. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, eh? <laughs> you could even have tank With, teams where, you know, Team Calgary, Team Empton get together and, and go at it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be much better than the Axis and Allies event. Just throw, throw our, our bit of rivalry into uh, more of a, a, a tabletop simulator. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. <laughs> Uh, that's the that's the beauty thing of it is, uh, you know, down the road I'm sure we can do some collaboration and do some events together and this and that and try to try try to grow the community as well. Because um, I do know there's some guys in Red Deer as well that play, and uh, I ran into them actually this year. But they've they've uh, always kind of mentioned you know coming out to events and whatnot. So you know, places um, yeah. that are closer would be better and and taking the you know the weekend or the drive down it's not uh not a big big thing you know it's always nice to get away and take a little road trip and play some games so only three hours it's not bad yeah yeah like it's it's yeah we have we have a few people who uh who are out in uh lethbridge and uh uh medicine hat too so more self than where we are uh, in calgary so there's few people who are out and about nice. who want to try and come up. Yeah, I would like to uh, eventually, uh, maybe in the future, um, I'd really like to get see if we can get things kind of going like Western Canada eventually, right? Like, I'm not sure if there's any events that happen in, in BC or anything like that. Um I know they have some tournaments and, and whatnot that happened down there. I've um, talked to a local player. They had like a Lord of the Rings tournament down there. And um, mm-hmm. I think they had like 50 plus people, which kind of mm-hmm. blew my mind. And I was like, really? <laughs> you know, because you don't, you don't see the game, right? So um, Yeah, that's shocking. But, um, but I, I don't know. I'll have to do some more investigation. Like, what other events are out there and what other groups are playing, but uh, it'd be it'd be interesting to see what you know could get drummed up and and who knows in the future there might be things like that that happen. Because um, I know uh, Ontario probably has lots of events like that. I'm assuming so. Yeah, they're a lot closer yeah. and busier down there and and whatnot. So that's good. It's good. I think it's a great idea. Western Canada, Canada gaming event. Yeah. Something something exactly. big. It'd be yeah. nice. It'd be a nice stream. Yeah. Keep, keep the, keep the hype rolling for that kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, enough of my event. Like, gotta talk about your event. Oh yeah. That thing. <laughs> <laughs> So, so um, uh, the event uh, I, I noticed in your last uh, your last cast uh, you called it a tournament, and you're kind of right. It's almost right. It's actually a, it's actually just a bolt action event um, that uh, that we're hosting down here on December third at, at the Century Box. Um, but it is a a um, a three game themed semi-narrative event. Uh, and in in the bolt action community, there's kind of a... Um, there is a difference, like most, uh, between 
kind of more narrative uh, narrative focused games and uh, tournament tournaments so com- competitive games like most gaming communities. Yeah. Um, this one is strictly just a fun themed event uh, kind of to promote promote the community promote uh, the game itself uh, and the, uh, the people who play it getting people together so that you know people can know other people's faces other than seeing just names on Facebook uh, and stuff so the whole event is going to be uh, over the one day, three games, um, and it's going to be based around the, the, the Mediterranean campaign and uh, the Western Desert. Um, so what I've done is made it act as first analysis. Right. It, it just right. It just seemed um, more uh, more of a, or a better way to get people together so uh, people who like to play uh, access powers will be on one side who like to play allied powers will be on the other um, and they can come together and know uh, know who they're playing um, and being able to meet potentially other people in the area because like I said earlier um, most people like to play Canadians British um, you have a large group that where you constantly fight against each other um, so you might face the same armies uh, quite often so this just gives a way to be able to change that up for, for people. Um, and, yeah, it's literally just an event. Uh, I have uh, three missions pick, picked out uh, of uh, very special missions um, that are very thematic and very um, objective-orientated. So uh, you and Bill will have uh, something to look at when you guys come down. Nice. Um, I've always found that objective-based missions are um, much more interesting on the tabletop, um, especially for bolt action, uh, because you do because bolt action is a is a infantry game. You don't just want to have your infantry shooting every turn. You want to be able to move forward, get up, and get things done. So uh, I've opted for uh, two two very interesting objective missions, um, and then. Uh, just a final little beat the snot out of each other mission for for the final one. So looking pretty good. Looking uh, looking pretty good at that. Nice, nice. That sounds pretty good. Will that be a lot of fun uh, for sure? Great. Oh yeah, a uh, thousand points. Uh, so uh, a lot of wiggle room for people to uh, to be able to build and customize their armies, um, but low enough that that newer players can kind of get in um and uh still have uh, won't be overwhelmed by uh, a lot of the rules uh because you'll be able to handle your army a little better okay. um generic reinforced platoons it's simple it's easy great things all across the board um and uh yeah you just not out of each other <laughs> no, that's pretty good yeah, it's always uh, like you said, objective-wise, especially in this game. Uh, really, that is, I think, is the way to do it. Um, I found a lot of times, even in our drop-in nights, when it's just a, a kill point kind of game, you know, you're kind of like, well, you know, kind of rather have a little bit of a story behind the game, or you know, a little bit of uh, more depth into the game. You know, why is this the objective? Like, what's going on here? You know, and guys will kind of banter back and forth about kind of what's going on and hoot and holler and have a good time with it, you know? And then, uh, and the other thing too is, and I I like this myself in almost any game that I play is when those objectives are actually forcing your army to actually move, right? Um, The whole... you know, the whole turtle situation, I, I'm not a fan of. Mind you, it happens. Um, but for me, I've always been kind of uh, an army that's always moving, right? It's always trying to get into position. It's always trying to get that much closer to my objective or to take out a unit or, or whatever, right? So um, it's good to hear. I like that. 
I know I'll, uh, that's one of the things too, with, with even my event, same kind of idea, right? Objective base, have, mm-hmm. have something for it. So I'm excited to see, you know, the tables. I'm excited to, to see the, uh, the armies that come out and to meet all the other guys out there as well. Um, you know, and, uh, just, yeah, putting, you know, the name to the face kind of thing, face to the name, however you say that, <laughs> but, um, it'll, it'll be good. it will be good to see, see the other players down there as well and, uh, just have a good time and, you know, who knows, maybe go out for, you know, some eats afterwards or something like that. Right. So yeah, be good. I am super excited to have you and your crew come down actually, because you were talking about on your last cast, um, how the, basically half of the players, uh, registered so far are from Edmonton. Um, so it, it is nice to see that, uh, the event will take place. Um, and there will, the, the, there will be a nice community from the entire province coming out. Um, for it. So That's the good. fact you, uh, you, you, you wrangled up some, uh, some people to come down has been, uh, has been good. Very good. I, I'm excited to, uh, meet everyone. Actually. That's awesome to hear. You want to know what's fun? The funny part is, um, this was all, this all kind of snowballed because like Bill, Bill talked to me and Hey, let's go down to the event. Let's go support it and let's go check it out and meet them down there. Right. Okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, two of the other guys from the from our group joined in, and another one joined in, and then another one joined in. But nobody talked to each other, so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to take credit for that. But it was good to see. It was a good feeling to see guys be like, "Hey, yeah, let's go out. Let's go have some fun. Let's let's go play some games, right?" Which I thought was was super awesome to see. Um, you know, and then then I had guys kind of reach out to me and. You know, hey, let's carpool. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's go. Okay, cool. Like, we got a, we got a little bit of a, you know, support and crew coming down kind of thing to just have fun, which is great. <laughs> That's the way communities come together. So, but one of the one of the stepping stones to building a a good community. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, and that's uh, December third, I believe, right? Yeah. December third at uh, at the Century Box, uh, nine thirty um, registration, ten o'clock or dice down okay. uh, as we get started. Um, yeah, and it's going to be awesome. You get to play in uh, Canada's largest gaming store, um, nice, arguably North America's largest gaming store, um, and get to meet just a whole bunch of people. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a great day. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. And then, um, and what do you, what do you, so going a little, you know, in the future here, a little fast forwarding, (laughs) um, (laughs) do you have, do you have plans for next year? Do you have things that you want to do and come up with or, you know, for, for the community? Do you have, um, do you guys do demo days, stuff like that? Like, what do you guys do down there? Or what do you have planned, um, maybe? I got plans. I got lots of plans. <laughs> I've got lots of plans. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been talking with uh, uh, the Century Box um, about putting together uh, a demo day uh, sometime in the near future um, just to be able to uh, obviously word about the game people see the, the boxes in the store all the time but they might not know about the game entirely um we're doing a demo uh, a demo day is a good idea and something that i've had on uh, the burner uh out of fine time obviously uh but i've got i've got so many other ideas i have uh i have an idea of doing kind of going through the going through and doing events that are specific to uh, the, the the theaters um, right. of of the Second World War. So doing um, a, a Burma uh, 
kind of themed event uh, around some of the major conflicts there. Um, maybe doing a, an island hop um, out in the Pacific for, for the theater out there. Uh, doing a, a winter war, a continuation war, uh, kind of snow, winter-themed um, theater idea, Battle of the Bulge type thing. Yep. Um, which would ironically be a good time to do it in, in winter, um, but I think I might have to do it in summer just for iron. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, doing, doing, uh, doing more themed events. Um, we're, uh, we're, we're not so much a, a, a super competitive um, group down here. Uh, right. we, uh, we try to uh, try to keep things pretty casual and I think these uh, these themed events are um, are a good way of doing that where there everyone knows that there is no pressure there's no like so for for a gentleman's war for the event coming up on the third um, which also is the, the name I kind of want to go with for some of these themes because it's kind of fitting it's literally just a gentleman's war um, you know Pacific theater gentleman war in Burma kind of um, but what I want to, uh, because people aren't um, very competitive, these themed events help. Uh, and I think that that is what will bring more people out um, yeah. to the event. Um, but every so often, I do want to do just a straight up, like, competitive event. I know there's a lot of netlisters out there, um, and there's a lot of other podcasts that cover the competitive side of bolt action, but I think that a um, just a once in a while event where everyone who's comfortable uh, with the game can come out and basically just let all their their dirt fly on the tabletop <laughs> um, is is a good idea to just kind of get rid of all those urges and then start the palette over again. So we're we're on the same page for sure. Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent on the same page, and um, uh, I I know for a fact that in in the community here, there are a couple players that have you know strong armies, strong lists, kind of thing. You know, there's a couple guys going to LVO um, in in January there, um, so they're they're kind of running some armies. Um, one thing I've I've noticed is like, no matter how really competitive people might say uh, th their army is and stuff bolt action is kind of a different beast you know like really how competitive can your army get you know in, in a sense right there are some things that you can you know um, take advantage of of course for sure on a lot of armies they'll have specific units that are just so effective or or so point effective kind of thing with the weapons that they have but for the most part the guys here they're they're pretty laid back they're they're not super competitive with their games um you know and uh, of course like we always preach here at trident to you know talk with your opponent you know what your uh you know what your whole kind of motive with your games right like and it, it's yeah. nice and it's nice because like you even right now when guys are listening to this episode you know, you're talking about your event and explain like this is what kind of event it is that sets the tone, right? That sets the uh, the thought process of when people are playing these games or making these armies or whatever the case may be, uh, which is great mm -hmm. and and which is great and which is definitely needed because I know uh, one of the first events that was that was run here, um, I had two of the players. Um, they actually had set up the terrain and everything unfortunately i was kind of in a, a different event but i was kind of hosting that event and um they made a story out of it and everybody had such a great time it was like you said a narrative event and emphasis on the event and not tournament kind of thing right um yeah and i think that's where bolt action thrives 100 percent right is that thematic um you know story driven kind of uh, event that's happening you know uh, be it you're storming the beaches uh or 
um, you know, you're fighting across the cold, cold plains, you know, in, in the, the east kind of thing, you know, Stalingrad, whatever the case may be. Um, but bolt action really, really thrives on, on that thematic event, you know. So Absolutely. It's, it's good to hear that same thing with, with, you know, your crew down there has that same mentality. And uh, it's, it's super enjoyable. You know, for me, it's super enjoyable to go there and things are set up and like, it amazes me the, the, uh, tables that the core players tend to set up because you can tell a guy who plays 40 K and you can tell a guy who plays bolt action just by the way they set up their tables. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. We have in in our little historical group here. We have uh, we have a guy who is um, he he's, he 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 is to more of the historical side of 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 most things, which is fine. He's uh, but he is a phenomenal terrain maker. He's uh, he's created a, an entire winter table um, based off of the, the 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 Napoleonic French's long march out of. <clears throat> Sorry, the long retreat out of Russia, um, and the the level of craftsmanship that he has put into just the snow on the buildings huh. and getting the waves done, like it has been uh, super impressive. And 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 every time I look at his pictures uh, that he posts on our local page, like just blows my mind. Uh, and then of course. I see some of the 40k tables, like you said, uh, and 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 they're there. They're detailed. The product is detailed, and everything is there. But it, it is very organized in such a way that uh, that you, you you can tell it it is just a table um, compared yeah. to a scene that that scene that gets built around that. So yeah, my my idea is to make make the table a scene, and that is that is what I've been going for. So much so that I still have a bunch of terrain that I'm staring at right now. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. Yeah, lots of that too. Lots of uh, lots of MDF buildings from Cerisa Precision and Mm -hmm. whatnot to to build as well. So, oh, that's awesome. It's good to hear. Um, I know myself trying to start a a a campaign in the new year as well. Um, and then of course there'll be, um, another larger event through Trident, um, down the road. So hopefully we'll get a whole bunch of people participating in that and, uh, having a good time as well. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's really comes down to like putting that time and effort and dedication into having the ideas of what theater you want to work with or you know, if, if you're making a whole bunch of, of tables, you're, you're literally making that theme of the table and then that's what you got to roll with and you got to make it right. Um, mm-hmm. you, you just can't, you just can't go out and get a plastic kit and a whole bunch of plastic kits and, and, you know, all of a sudden you got a table. Well, there's a lot of, um, man-made terrain pretty much that the hobbyists have to jump into. I mean, I'm making bacage. Like I can't just go out and really buy all this stuff. You know, yeah. I got to, I got to spend hours doing this kind of thing, but in the end it's going to look really great. Right. It's going to look really good. And, um, and, and that's the key. It's, it's, it's kind of like the, the pic- picture-esque finish, yeah. uh, afterwards when you see all your models on the table, uh, and then you see detailed terrain that, that, brings out that imagery it, 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 it inspires your most people's imagination and their uh, their their interest into what's going on a great table can attract more players than uh, than a well-painted army I can tell you that yeah hundred percent I I know the event that we had like I had those two other gentlemen run there were guys playing I think it was ninth age. Uh, on the other side and there's probably a good 40 of them but guys are coming across like i want to play on those tables like it's it's it looks like a story like it looks like a movie and i'm like i'm like that's right 
you know, like these guys, they put in a lot of time and effort and they made it happen and they made it look great. So all the power to the players and the hobbyists and the amount of skill and ideas that people have, you know, and of course there's, um, the nice thing nowadays is there's a lot of content online that can get you started and help you with the ideas of building this custom terrain too. So, um, oh, yeah. tons of it, tons of it. So it's great. That's great. But no, it's good to hear that, uh, pretty much sounds like our communities are pretty par, uh, with each other. And, uh, I think they're going to mesh quite well. So, um, super, like, again, super, super excited for, for, uh, December 3rd there for your event. Uh, it'll be good times to be had for sure. It'll be finally nice to meet yourself in person as well. Um, so yeah. And we'll be able to shake hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but, um, but thanks for, thanks for joining me on this episode. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's good to hear about, uh, other local communities all the time. So, um, and I'm sure we'll keep in touch and chat, of course, all the time. Um, oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, again, thank you for joining us. And, I uh, was happy to be here. I, I do just want to say one thing too, yeah. um, to, uh, to your other bolt action partner, Jason there, uh, on the last cast, he said he, uh, he, he doesn't know if he's going to be able to make it. So I took that as a personal challenge and I've decided to say, Hey, Jason, if you want some free stuff, like the warlord supported models and, uh, and guys support that we're going to get for this, uh, you got to come down, buddy. You got to come down and, uh, I'll literally hand you a box of something, uh, as soon as you get there. If you, uh, just literally free models into the game, <laughs> it, can't, it can't be more tantalizing than that, buddy. So, I think Jason, he signed up actually, which is pretty funny. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to double check that. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. You got to tempt them, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's awesome to hear. That's good. Yeah. You'll, uh, Jason does come down. You'll have a, you'll have a blast with him too. He's a great, great guy to play with. So it makes, he'll make a lot of sound effects with his vehicles, which is great. You have a good time with that. that so. is how could you not, when you're driving your tank across a table, how could you not do the <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what we do. That's exactly it. That's awesome. But yeah. No, I think that's, uh, that's about it for this episode. Um, but again, thank you for, for joining us and uh, I hope you enjoyed it as well as, as much as I have. And, um, thank you. Thank you, know. you guys for having me on. No problem. I'm sure we'll have you on uh, more down the road when things, uh, you know, get busy again in the new year and whatnot, and even a, maybe even a recap of the event. So, and, um, to everybody out there, you know, checking us out and, you know, on YouTube, Podbean, wherever you're, you're checking us out on. Thanks for joining in. Um, thanks for all your, your awesome comments. Um, been having a lot of feedback on the Facebook posts and whatnot. So, um, I'm glad to see you guys are enjoying these episodes as well. Um, I'm sure we'll be throwing a lot more, uh, tactic kind of episodes and, and, you know, checking out different books and different units. So that'll come down the road. Um, uh, but otherwise, uh, keep chucking those dice, you know, keep, keep painting, keep playing, do your thing and we will catch you guys next time. Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it.